Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for my reaction to what very much might be the best race of the year. An incredible Dutch Grand Prix. A lot to get into. We're going to get into all of it now. Before we do, make sure you are subscribed because we'll have... Um, our driver ratings coming out tomorrow then of course we'll be covering the italian grand prix next weekend but enough about that let's get into this race before we even get into the race uh, there are a few penalties that need to be handed out yuki sonoda got a free place penalty for impeding hamilton in q2 yesterday so he started 17th and kevin magnuson will start from the pit lane after having a new power unit fitted but we have Max Verstappen on pole position with Lando Norris alongside. Everyone starting on softs apart from Lewis Hamilton on the mediums. And with rain being fretted at the start of the race, I thought this is a huge mistake here for Lewis. Because everyone knew the rain was coming. Everyone knew the rain would be coming soon. So why go for the slower tyre, especially when you know that you're probably going to be pitting quite early in? He sacrificed his launch on on the start compared to everyone else on the quicker tyre just to pit a couple of laps in. We'll get into that as we go, because lights out and away we go, and Alonso has an incredible start, jumping from fifth to third place. But we cut and we see rain is falling instantly and very heavily too as they come around the final corner where on the formation lap it was dry now there's huge spray being caused everywhere uh, science and albon are going at it as he just properly starts coming down with rain perez is the first to pit for inters on lap two uh, leclerc follows him as does gasly joe yuki lawson and magnuson um, Alonso is able to get past Norris up into P2 in the wet. Leclerc pits for intermediate tyres, but his tyres weren't ready. Another big mistake from Ferrari here, leaving Leclerc out and waiting. Uh, Max pits from the lead, as does Fernando Alonso for the intermediate tyres. Norris and Russell stay out, and Russell takes the lead of the race from Lando Norris. Then we see truly how much quicker those Inters are than the soft tyres as we see Sergio Perez just overtake everyone with ease. And by the end of lap three, he is in the lead of the race because those wet tyres are so much quicker. Lando Norris then pits as does Lewis Hamilton. As I said, they knew the rain was coming. Lewis got passed by a Haas on the start of the race. Why not just put him on the softs? I can kind of see the, the risk they were taking, but it was such a risk because they knew the rain was coming. I think it was just a huge mistake from Mercedes here at the start of the race for Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Max Stappen was able to get past Pierre Gasly, who was very feisty for P3. It was actually a very aggressive move around Tarzan Corner. I thought it might get investigated, but it didn't in the end. He did get away with that one. Uh, Liam Lawson gets a 10-second penalty for impeding in the pit lane. Now, I can't remember them actually showing a replay of this at all, so I don't really have much to say on it there, but it is a shame for Lawson to get a penalty that early into his debut race. Fernando Alonso is able to get past Charles Leclerc for P6 on lap 7, and at this point, the drivers still on the softs are Albon, Piastri, Bottas, Hulkenberg, and Sargent. And now they're playing this weird game because the rain stopped... And the track is getting drier, but very slowly. So all the drivers know at some point they will have to pit back to the dry tyres. They just don't know when. And the 
dry tyres were so much slower, they were just waiting and waiting and waiting because it would have cost them even more time to pit. So there's no point pitting at this time. They're just stuck in no man's land, waiting and waiting and waiting. At this point, Joe is up to P2. That is until Verstappen gets on the back of him and goes up to P2 in lap 7. There is a 10-second uh, gap between Perez and Max Verstappen at the end of lap 7. And by the end of lap 8... Logan Sargent, who started in P10 and had not pit for the wet tyres, has gone down to last place and was lapped by Sergio Perez, the race leader. And by the end of lap 9, George Russell, who was leading the race on the end of lap 3, was now P14. The track, though, has uh, dried, um, but more rain is supposed to be coming in soon. Kevin Magnussen was the first of the guys to pit back from Inter's two softs on lap 10. And what raised an interesting point here is if you've pitted for intermediate tyres in the rain, you no longer have to follow the mandatory two sets of dry tyre compounds. But if you didn't pit, you still have to follow that. And I wasn't, I wasn't aware that was the rule. I just thought if it was a rule as a wet race, you didn't have to follow the two things. So for someone like a Piastri, for example, this screws him over quite a bit later on. Because he never pitted for that intermediate tyre, he still had to run either the medium or the hard tyre at some point in the race. And I think that came to bite him later on, where everyone else was able to pit from soft to soft to soft. He had to go to a slower compound, especially when those uh, soft compound tyres were actually lasting quite a lot longer than people expected. We saw, especially with Albon, we'll get into that as we go on. Hamilton pits for soft on lap 10. Uh, Piastri, who I said, as I said, hadn't pit at this point, then became the fastest man on the track with the soft tyres. DRS was enabled. Joe, Alonso, Sainz all pit for the soft, as does Ocon, Yuki, Norris and Lawson. On lap 12, Max pits for the soft, and it was Sergio Perez leading the race, who was the last person on the inters. He pits for the softs, and Max is able to do the undercut on him and take the lead. Now, for a lot of this race, if you were listening to the Sky broadcast, you would have heard David Croft be like, I wonder why they did this. I wonder why Red Bull chose Max Verstappen to pit first. I wonder oh, this is some kind of conspiracy going on here. And no, there's no conspiracy going on here. Max was faster by about four seconds a lap. I mean, you know, as we said, there was 10 seconds between Max and Checo when Max went into P2. The fact that Max is able to undercut Sergio Perez says more about Sergio's pace than it does about Max's pace, because Max was just on fire at this point. But once again, Sky have to cause some kind of false drama. And in a race like this, where there's drama everywhere... You don't need to cause false drama. Focus on the real drama that is in front of us right now. So everyone's on soft at this point, apart from Joe, who was on the mediums. I think Alfa Romeo trying to maybe go get him to go a bit longer. But as we found out, the softs were lasting quite a long time as it was. There was a fantastic battle all up and down the grid at this point. Yuki and Ocon were battling for P9. Uh, Gasly and Sainz battling for P4. Sainz had a great race uh, as well uh, this weekend. Piastri pits for new softs on lap 16. This was his first uh, pit stop of the race. And this is when Logan Sargent has a big crash. Just kind of got on the white line, spun out, hit the wall. Big shame for him. You know, he had the crash yesterday, the crash today. Uh, you know, he had a great qualifying performance. The Williams car looked really strong. You could tell he was devastated as well. And he's in a situation now where a lot of 
news outlets would lead you to believe that maybe his seat might be in danger. Uh, personally, I think that his seat is quite safe as it is. I think uh, James Fowles wants to keep him on. But yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him. And to have these two big incidents here in positions where he could get points is very upsetting for him. This, of course, brings out the safety car, which was, you know, a bit of a positive, bit of a negative for Piastri, because obviously if he pitted under the safety car, he would have saved a lot of time. But what it did mean is that on the safety car restart, he had some of the fresher tyres. Russell pits here on lap 17 for the hard tyres, with um, Mercedes hoping he can go to the end of the race on the hards. But the pace on the hards just didn't necessarily seem to be there. There's a five-second penalty for Gasly for speeding in the pit lane. And then Stroll comes into the pit lane and puts on the mediums on lap 17. Off the back of the safety car restart, uh, K-Mag and Albon touch whilst Albon tries to go for an overtake. Luckily, it doesn't seem to be too much damage there. Uh, Piastri hits the mother of all dive bombs on Valtteri Bottas for P14 on lap 25. Piastri on fire off this restart, making loads of overtakes as he made his way back up the grid. Uh, Leclerc gets passed by Hamilton and Piastri, going from 12th to 14th. This might be one of the worst performing weekends of Leclerc's F1 career. He was terrible all weekend. I know he had a bit of floor damage here um, on the Ferrari uh, during this race, but even yesterday in qualifying, even in the practice sessions, he has been dreadful. We're looking to put this one behind him. We get more threats of rain coming in 10 minutes and back to the Charles Leclerc who was overtaken by Liam Lawson in the Alpha Tauri on uh, lap 41. But Leclerc is able to fight and get that place back before just retiring the car because it was doing dreadful. Norris pits on lap 43 for the softs, and we see a great masterclass in defending from Yuki Tsunoda, who was battling with Norris for a lot of uh, this section of the race. When Norris pits, that releases Hamilton, and then Yuki has to battle him. Some great stuff from Yuki Tsunoda, really good. Albon pits on lap 45, his first pit stop. He made the softs last 45 laps through rain and shine to pit onto the mediums because, as I said, he had to do the two compounds. Uh, Perez and Hamilton pit on lap 46, and this is when um, Alonso pits as well, and he has a dreadful pit stop. I think this is when the... Is this when the rain came down? I can't exactly remember, but no, I don't think the rain was out Yes, no, it wasn't. It was still dry. Alonso pitted, um, but the wheel got stuck, and he his pit stop lasted 8.3 seconds. A really long pit stop. Something that you don't really see Aston do very much anymore. They normally got their pit stops down quite well, but not this time. Lap 49, that was. He came out in fifth place. Uh, Max pits on lap 50. Then Alonso was able to get past Sainz on lap 52. That's for P3. With a very aggressive move from Alonso. Very good stuff there. Um, Yuki and Russell are having a bit of a battle here. And Yuki looks like he might have slightly broken his front wing. And then I think either his it was the mixture of his tyres were gone and the bit of front wing damage as well. But Yuki kind of lost all pace then and was going backwards. Extremely heavy rain is reported to, go, to arrive at the track within 10 laps of the end. But Alonso at this point is flying and he's catching Perez at a speed of knots, is what they say there. Um, now, Russell touches the grass here 
and nearly crashes. Lewis Hamilton's right behind him. Lewis on a much faster strategy here. Lewis is begging the team to let him through, and as he should. So Russell nearly crashes, but then lets Hamilton through. Perez pits for intermediate tyres, and it was a very, very slow stop. The rain had just started to fall. This was even worse than Alonso's stop for Perez. It was a 10.9 second stop on lap 61. Luckily for him, though, he had such a gap that he was able to still come out in P2. Gasly, Science, Hamilton, Russell all pit as well. As is Piastri, Yuki, Joe, Stroll, Hulkenberg. Um, Verstappen, Alonso and Albon all pit from the front as well. Everyone was on intermediate tyres on lap 62, apart from Esteban Ocon, who was on the full wets and was not happy about it, on the radio saying that the full wets were not the way to go. But in Alpine's, defen- Alpine's defence, I think they were the way to go, because Perez had a big off at turn one, which let Alonso go through to get P2. He was able to get back on the track easy enough, though, to get uh, into P3. Joe has a big crash that uh, brings out a virtual safety car. I think behind the virtual safety car, uh, Hamilton went off in turn one. I think Yuki did as well. Magnussen might serve as well. And Bottas, a lot of people having big offs in turn one because the rain was coming down that hard. Verstappen actually pits to full wets, as does Sergio Perez. And as Perez is in the pits, the red flag comes out. Now, Ocon, as we said, was playing in big time about Alpine's decision to go to the full wet, but I do think it was the right decision to make. And if the red flag hadn't have come out, Ocon would have been in a wonderful position here to score some big points because everyone had to pit again. But um, the rest of the grid was kind of saved here by the red flag, apart from Perez, who is now down in P6. But due to the red flag, they said they were going to count back a lap and those would be the position of the restart. So Perez was able to start again on P3. Uh, on the restarts, uh, though, unfortunately, um, they had to, they did a rolling start, which I'm never a fan of. If you can do a standing start, do a standing start. I think maybe they were haunted a bit by Australia. Well, they did a couple of standing starts and there was big crashes, but... I think it was safe enough to do a sending start, and you've got to trust your drivers. They also did two laps behind the safety car, and uh, intermediates were mandatory, which made sense, and also was a good ruling from the FIA, because normally they would say full wets are mandatory, which would just cause everyone to pit as soon as they could. So, good call from the FIA here to make the switch to intermediates rather than the full wets. On the safety car restart, though, Russell was able to get past Norris on lap 67, and it's revealed that Sergio Perez has a five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane. And when this actually happened was when he came in just before the red flag. He locked up, brushed the wall of the pit lane, but then carried on, but carried on a bit too much speed. Apparently it was 0.8 kilometer per hour. That's how much he was over the speed limit by to give him this five-second penalty. But that does open up the gate here for Gasly, who's not far behind him, to finish on the podium. Uh, Russell, though, reports that he's out of the race. He wasn't out of the race. He just had a puncture. They did pit for him, though. Uh, it turns out in the battle between him and Ru- him and Norris, uh, Norris just tagged him a little bit and given him a puncture. There was an investigation, but there was no penalty for Norris, which I agree with because... Um, I don't think there was much Norris could do. He kind of just uh, swerved a little bit on the on the water and there wasn't any malice or intent there and just a racing incident. So I think that was all fine. 
There's some fantastic defending from Carlos Sainz, though, as he's being hounded by Hamilton all over the place. Great offensive driving from Lewis Hamilton as well, but not able to get past Carlos Sainz. And as we go on to the final lap, it is Max Verstappen who wins the Dutch Grand Prix, wins his ninth race in a row, matches the record of Sebastian Vettel. Nine wins in a row, looking to make the record all his own next time we go out for the Italian Grand Prix. Fernando Alonso returns to the podium in P2, and it is a fantastic podium for Pierre Gasly. I believe he started in 13th place. He had a five-second penalty at one point. Fought through it all to finish third on uh, the podium here. For me, I think this podium for Gasly is more impressive than Ocon's podium in Monaco. Great stuff here for Gasly. When I did my mid-season rankings, I think I had Gasly above Ocon. And I got questioned as to why I thought Gasly was above Ocon when Ocon had scored more points. But I think Gasly has answered here why he was so good Great stuff from him. Fourth goes to Perez after the penalty was assigned. Sainz will be very happy in P5. Great drain from him. Hamilton fought back to go to sixth. Norris will be disappointed for seventh. Albon in eighth. Some good points for the Williams team there. Piastri in ninth. Ocon is the last of the points finishers in tenth. Stroll was eleventh. Hulkenberg twelfth. A fantastic debut for Liam Lawson, who finishes in 13th place. Magnussen, 14th. 15th is Bottas. 16th, Yuki Tsunoda. And then Russell is the last of the finishers in 17th place. DNS for Joe Leclerc and Logan Sargent. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic race. What? Wow. Can we get that every week, please? That was really good stuff all up and down the board. We'll be back tomorrow with our driver rankings. I'll go more into detail in each driver's race and tell you how I thought they did. Then, of course, back next weekend for the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. Well, it's not just the F1, it's not just the F2, but it is also the return of the F3. So I'll see you there. I'm going to go have a bit of a lie down after this race. Have a lovely rest of your weekend. Um, If you're in the UK, enjoy your bank holiday weekend. And until next time, goodbye.